Hey, what is up, you guys? Sam from Otaku back again for the Otaku podcast number 60, I think. We did do a recording of 60. If you haven't guessed by now, it's just me as I'm not doing an intro for everybody else. Um, we recorded one already, but it was pretty much an hour of me shitting on Josh for giving me COVID. So as a nice Christmas present to him, I'm going to go ahead and not put that one out because uh, he seemed a little bit upset by it, but that's okay. So you're stuck with me for an hour-ish, maybe. Uh, I'm in the middle of recovering from COVID. Josh has COVID. Uh, well, I'm unconfirmed as of right now. I'm recording this on Tuesday, the night before the podcast is supposed to come out. Uh, my younger brother, Matthew, who lives with us, he's unconfirmed as well. But both Josh's girlfriend and then Matthew's, uh, I would say, future girlfriend, they have both been confirmed to have COVID, and Josh is 100% having COVID, so we're probably all fucked. But somehow, Jose has made it out miraculously okay. I don't know how he's done it, but he says he doesn't feel anything, and he's fine. That guy is just a god, apparently. Meanwhile, you know, me, my body, has decided I'm going to take in the COVID because they hear about all of those second strands coming around. I'm going to take it in build it into my immune system and come out stronger. You know, that way I have the base level and I can't be affected. And then I'm a day walker. You know, I can walk around with all of the COVID people and be fine. If you guys haven't heard, COVID is not fun. <laughs> so let me rewind here because it's a bit of a long story. But we, Josh and I live together, obviously. Jose literally lives like it would take me fucking four minutes to walk to his house. That's how close of a vicinity. So he basically lives with us too. We spent a lot of time doing the otaku award ceremony, so thank you for watching if you saw that. Huge appreciation there because that was a lot of fun. That was probably something, I might say that's probably the most work we've put into something for the channel in a consecutive day basis because the Jump to Zuka videos as a whole, those took a while by themselves. And you could see me do a full edit for those up on the channel, but one of the last ones we did, I did a full edit. Uh, those took a long time just in terms of me sitting at the computer and editing it in one go like that, where we do the three manga reviews would sometimes be like a six hour process, especially when we're doing four mangas. So that was a really long time. This one was something we had planned out the moment we finished it. I think it might've been Josh who might have mentioned it early. I don't remember who originally came up with the idea, but it was like, yo, it'd be really funny if we like actually made trophies you know, and then like we did an award ceremony and handed them out because the actual Tezuka company, you know, Tezuka Productions, they are going to pick their top five and it's probably not going to be any of the ones that we read. And the sooner it came to it being the time that we were going to end, then it was like, fuck, we actually read a lot. Like I did the math. So assuming that we only did three entries every video, which we sometimes had four because JJ was a guest on some of the uh, the Tezuka we did over 75 and there were sometimes that I did two entries myself as well early on because I did like two piece or tales gets trolled, which are like meme entries and then a real one. So we did a lot. So it was like, damn. So it's actually, we read a fuck ton of entries and it was like, we should pick our top five because making top five out of over 75 entries that we read is still pretty fucking impressive. You know, it's, it, let's just round up to a hundred. All right. We didn't hit a hundred, but let's just say we did. You're still the top 5%, which you deserve, deserve an award for. And a lot of these people are putting in their mangas for the first time. So it's really cool to see like which ones we like the best. So it was a multifaceted approach. We finished doing Icarus Rising, which is the last winner of the Tezuka uh, videos that we did. And then I think right after we finished that one, or maybe the next day, I can't remember the timeline, my memory is absolute trash, we got back together on Discord, and I went through and gathered every single one of the winners for the previous weeks, and I put it into a Google Doc. We love using Google Docs. We have a, a, Whenever we got viewer submissions, we toss it into a Google Doc, and then we just pick from the Google Docs because it's easy to, it's easy to share. So I went through and then I basically went into the description because I linked all the entries and I was able to remember for the most part once I loaded up the video which one won. So we'll load up, click it, add it to the thing, load up, click it, add it to the new Google Doc, you know, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And then everybody was there, me, Jose, and Josh. And then we basically went down the list and just off of the top of our brains, which was, there was one entry and I can't remember what it was now, but it was, it was kind of like, um, 
very Akira Toriyama early like Dragon Ball artwork style and it was like a Dungeons and Dragons styled one. That was one that the only manga that we didn't, we kind of had a hard time remembering what that one was about. So that one we had to go back and flip through a couple of pages. But the rest of them we did actually had a, uh, for me personally, I remember pretty much all of them. Because I also have to see it about three times. You know, I do the record and then I do the edit. And then when I'm doing the edit, I'm constantly going back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. So I do get a bit more, ex you know, uh, exposure to that kind of stuff. So we did that, and then we basically, I went down the list, and I had screen share on, and I went down the list and was like, okay, so first one, does anybody like this? Basically, if one of us said that they really liked that or thought that was one of the best ones we read, we put a mark next to it. So we went down, do you like this? Anybody? No. Do you like this? Anybody? No. Do you like this? Josh? Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll keep that, keep that, keep that. So then we went back through, and we regathered all the stuff that people said they liked, so then we had ones that at least one of us liked, and that's where some of the... We're, so it's it's an interesting um, dynamic here because we're pretty agreeable on this show. There's a couple of ones where I'll take a hard stance against, but for the most part, we're pretty fucking agreeable, which it makes it hard to have any sort of drama because an example when we were doing this, it's like, okay, so let's try and figure out which ones we want to win. You know, so we're going through. It's like, what about this one? Ah, uh, yeah, that one was really good, but I wouldn't. I don't think it's better than some of the other ones. This is kind of like how we're debating, you know, internally. And it's like, okay, going on the list. Like, what about? Uh, let's just pull out an example from a winner. Let's go with fifth place, Runebound. Immediately, was like, yo, I remember really liking that one. And it's like, and then Jose would be like, yeah, and it's you know, it's like Thor style, which is his thing. He loves that. And then Josh would be like, yeah, and, you know, the fucking art style was really, really good. It's like I think that was one of the better ones we liked. And then it was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so then we just all agree. And if basically how it ended up going is if all of us agreed on it, you pretty much made it in the top five. Because there were quite a few that were like a two out of three. Usually Josh was the holdout on liking these ones. So like, the, you know, it was, but by the time we were done, it's like, okay, we went through the list. Like, let's just go ahead and see. We'll make an argument for some of them if you think that some of them should win. And if you can't sway them, then whatever. It's still a two out of three. But when all of the dust settled, there was only like five or six. I think we had six that all three of us agreed on. So it was like, oh, well, let's just go with ones that all three of us agreed were really, really good. And then we had a sixth one, which I can't remember what it was. And I do want to give a special shout out to there was a manga called Starlight Lost, I believe is what it was called. And that's one that didn't win. And I think it lost to Armageddon. I'm not 100% on that. Um I'm sitting at my computer here, so I'm just going to look it up. But I remember that one because that was, the, I think, one of the lo the only ones that we read that a lot of you guys in the comments when we read it was like, ooh, it's like, I really think Starlight Lost was better. And I really thought about that. And I went back and, like, when I was doing the edit and stuff for it too, even doing the edit after doing the video, I was like, man, I really do think Starlight Lost was better. I just, I, I remember Starlight Lost being one that I, I feel like we snubbed. So we actually had Starlight Lost in the final rounds as well for like ones that I think should go through. And obviously Icarus Rising was up there as well as one of the better ones. And that was one Icarus Rising I really liked, but I think Jose was like, yeah, it was good. Josh was like, ah, oh, it wasn't one of my favorites. So that one didn't make it. But I thought the art style in Icarus Rising was fucking insane. So that was one that I wanted to win. And then from there, we pretty much choose chose the list. And then we had... Uh, I wanted to get up the original plan was after we put up the final jump to Zuka video I then want to put up the next week the award ceremony for the Tezuka thing like with the trophies and everything and that originally was going to be a super simple plan of I'll just get the trophies and we'll just kind of like sit at the Bleach Boys podcast set which is the Shonen Jump Ball if you've seen any of other videos and I'll just we'll just read off who we thought was the winner and why you know it'll be a short video and it kind of spiraled from there, whereas like, okay, well, let's see like what kind of trophy. So once we pick the winners, like let's pick out a trophy and see what we're going to get. And we had to kind of decide we've done as an in-house before we did a one-off. I think we might've done it twice, but I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if the second time ever came to fruition, but we did have a long time ago. We did a, uh, on Josh's birthday, an award ceremony for the group. And I think we handed out two awards. And I don't remember what the second one was, but the most notorious one we handed out was Ugliest Friend, 
we had a trophy called Ugly's Friend, and it was the back half of a horse. So it was a horse's ass, and it was handed out to Lewis. So it was Ugly's Friend, let's say 2016, Lewis. And it was a point of contention. We had all everybody there. He came up, and then he fucking spiked the trophy on my driveway, and it survived. A durable-ass trophy. I still have it in my uh, figure case. So one of the figure cases, if you're ever watching Bleach Boys on the right, it has uh, – you can't see it, so you just have to believe me. It has a trophy of half of a horse's body, specifically the back half. So we've ordered trophies before. So then we had to decide, like, are we going to get a nice trophy, or are we going to get one that is – just like intentionally bad and there's a bit of more behind the scenes we're going multiple layers behind the scenes here all in uh an attempt to get to current day sam has covid thanks to josh we there's always been a discussion behind the scenes of i think our youtube icon is really funny with my face really close up like that matthew my younger brother hates it he thinks it looks like trash josh isn't the biggest fan about it um but I think it's very funny where it's just like my fucking big ass face close up. And it's also our Twitter icon. Like Josh was setting up our Twitter and stuff. And he's like, hey, can you send me like uh, the picture for Twitter? And I was like, just send the picture of my close up face again. And I was like, here you go. So we've just been using that. And I think it's fucking awesome. I, I you know, I conceded maybe, but I love having my face super close up. So we immediately thought like, okay, we're looking through the trophies, looking through trophies. And some of the generic ones generally trophy shops they all sell the same batch of trophies they clearly get them from the same supplier so they have the same trophies but then they'll have like uh if you've seen our video they hold a uh sticker pretty much but it's not a sticker i'll explain when i get there they have usually it's a trophy doing something and then they have a circular part and there's an insert and but usually the insert is just by default like picks so they'll have like first place second place third place uh uh, a picture of a basketball, a picture of f fencers. So, like, it could be personalized to whatever sport you want. So we were basically just going through, and we were looking at the regular uh, trophy options. It's like, yeah, these are okay, these are okay, these are okay. Some of them were, like, kind of funny. Some of them were, like, serious, but they weren't good serious. So it was a lot of looking and passing and just sending links in our Discord trying to find a good one. And eventually we found the, the monster one that we ended up using. And... Oh, guys, live result, live result, live result. My COVID results are ready. Okay, I just got a text. So here we go. I'm opening it up now. Okay. Hold up. I'm putting in. It asked me for my first and last name. Uh, birth date. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lose my place in the story. Don't you worry. Your COVID test was positive. So confirmed Josh gave me fucking COVID, dude. Oh, my God. This fucking guy, dude. All right. Well, I'm glad everybody was here to get my confirmed test on this. Man, I couldn't have planned this podcast better. I want to give a thanks to Josh for not letting me go through the pandemic without absolutely having COVID. I do appreciate that. Um, you know, now I can tell my kids way later. It's like, yeah, my best friend gave me fucking COVID in the middle of a pandemic. Woo. Okay. So we'll get there. We'll get there, everybody. You know, we just got a little sneak peek. That's all. So we found the monster trophy and it was like, yeah, that would be a really good one to do, but it would be really funny to put my face there. You know, and it's like, that was the immediate decision. What if I could get my face in the centerfold of the monster trophy? And it was like, ooh, that would be really good. That would be really good. But then it's like, uh, do we order it off of the website? And it's like, I want it by next week. So how is that going to go? Like, what is the shipping on that? We're getting really close to Christmas. How long is that going to take? Like, can they custom make it? So then I started searching for custom-made trophies. And then I found a really nice website that makes kind of like glass trophies they're basically like made for companies basically if you were a big company you would go to this thing and you they would like almost laser engrave your company logo into the inside of the glass so it would look like 3d so i wanted to do that and i was like "Ooh, that would be a fucking good idea because then that's 
a super really nice looking trophy. You'd want to display that on your case and then it would just be on the inside really nicely laser engraved is a fucking like picture of my face. So then it was like that would be fucking perfect. So I started looking into that. Wouldn't you know? Those are fucking expensive. Super, super, super expensive. There were one that was kind of like basically just a big glass ball that is a paperweight that you could just put on your desk. And I was like, that would be kind of funny because then it's in the shape of a head already and my face is just looking out there. But it was still like it's that would kind of fall onto the angle of trying too hard, I think. So then was like, let's just go with something where it looks like we slapped it together really quick and we slammed my face onto it. So, as with all things we do for the channel, I stalled hard on that. I was like, ah, you know, I'll get to it eventually. I'll get to it eventually. And so, I'm, I get home from work. And the problem is, the place where we want to order the trophy from, they are only open during the hours that I work. So, I work at 9 to 5 because I'm um, Dolly Parton. I hope that's who sings that song. Otherwise, that reference doesn't work. And I can never call this place. I just, I, I'm not home during that time. And I want to make sure that I'm the one that d does it because, you know, not that I don't have confidence in the boys, but I, I, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. That's what they say. So I got home early one day. And it's like, oh, this is perfect timing. Let me call because I want to ask. There were a lot of places I looked where I tried to search for, you know, when you order the trophy, like I said, they have the sticker insert thing. And usually it's something that is a default option from them. So I wanted to like get a hold of somebody personally and ask if it's even possible to put my face there, you know. And my original plan was, hey, here's my question. Uh, can I just order that, take it off myself, and then like put a sticker on? Like we'll just go get a sticker made. I don't know even how you get a sticker made, but I'm sure I could figure it out and get it done pretty quickly. So I call this local place. Uh, I think it's called Crown Trophy. I, I don't know what it's called. But I call this local place, I get this really nice guy, and I'm like, hey, it's like I was uh, on your website, and I was looking to get this trophy uh, made. And he's like, cool, cool, yeah, what's the number? So he, I give him the number. It's like, yeah, it's some really fucking ugly one, you know? And it's like, this is what I'm telling him over the phone. And he's like, oh. He's like, I think I know what one you're talking about. And I was like, yeah, yeah, like, let me get you the numbers. So I'm like on my phone, and I pull up uh, the Discord so I can give him the numbers of what the trophy was. And before I even get to it, he's like, oh, the monster one, huh? I was like, yep. It's like, that's the one. He's like, okay. Yeah, so how many did you want made? Because... Uh, thinking back, a trophy shop is probably not having the best of business right now. So he was probably very happy that we were reaching out, which I'm glad because I was a little worried that he would be like, think we're trolling. So I'm like, yeah, we need six of them because behind the scenes, we got one made for ourselves just in case all five judge like uh, people that we awarded the winners. Cause our intent is always to send them out. We're going to send them out. Um, obviously we're dealing with COVID. So we're going to have Jose handle that. But, um, we've got six of them made. And one of them, I put the judge's name. So it has, uh, me, Josh, Jose, and JJ. So anybody who was the judge, our names are on there. That way we can remember this forever as this was the award show for 2020. And this is all the people that did the judging. So we made six. And we all have them personally engraved. So you couldn't tell in the video, but they're actually engraved on the little plaques with who, like, uh, the Otaku Tezuka. We made up some long-ass name. And then first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and the responding manga title. So we got them all engraved. And then I told him, I was like, hey, and I had a question um, is it possible to get that insert, like the sticker part removed and put something else on there? And he was like, oh, uh, yeah, we could do that for you if you wanted to. It's just like an insert that we put on. I was like, oh, it's like, okay. I was thinking I was gonna do that myself. That's awesome. I was like, so like, does that cost extra? Like, well, he's like, what, what do you want on there? You know? And so then here's where I had to tell him I would like to put my dumb fucking face right in the middle of the trophy, which is a part you never think about having to tell another human being. So I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I'm in the middle of having this phone call. And I'm like, yeah. Um, so I would like to put a picture of my face, like really close up my face there. And he like kind of chuckled on the other line. He was like, okay, um, yeah, we could do that for you. It would just be like $30. And I'm like, $30 per or $30 across the board? He's like, no, no, across the board. Like just $30 and I'll put it on all of them. I was like, hey, fucking awesome. So. And then he's like, when do you need it by? And I was, uh, you know, I was still planning to get it up by the next week. So I was like, I would appreciate if I get it by Thursday. Because as with uh, the fashion with this group, we like to delay, 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 and then bum rush the fuck out of it on the last day. So I was like, I'll just get it Thursday. We'll knock the whole fucking thing out Thursday night. I'll edit it, everything, put it up Friday. We'll call it bish, bosh, boosh. We'll call it a day. So he was like, oh, uh, yeah, let me make sure, because I got two distributors. I got one that comes from... 
New York and one that comes from the Middle East. And if it comes from the Middle East, it's going to take longer to get it. So let me call them and I'm going to get back to you. And spoiler alert, luckily it came from New York. So he was able to get it actually really timely. He got it. I ordered it on, fuck, I almost think Monday is when I officially placed the order. And he got it Wednesday, which seems fucking crazy. So I got a text from him Wednesday saying like, hey, it's ready. Your order's ready, which is the engraving, the trophy, the sticker, the whole fucking thing was ready. But we went back into stay-at-home order in California, so he was only open at that point Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and it was already too late for me to make it Wednesday. So that immediately threw a wrench into the put-it-out Friday plans because he's not even open on Thursday. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Now we have this extra week, you know, which is something I would like to get to more. It's a channel resolution for the new year. I want to get ahead of more videos, you know. It's hard to do with the podcast. Bleach Boys we could probably do because that just requires me watching episodes of Bleach. But then I do like to react to some of the comments you guys leave on Bleach Boys, so I don't want to do that as much. So the two podcasts are hard to do, but stuff like gameplay videos, we could pocket load a lot of that stuff and get like have stuff ready to go. Unboxings is hard to do too, so I would like to get more ahead of things. That way we have stuff loaded that we can just put up you know, as needed. So that's a channel resolution for me. But now, because of this thing was going to get here on Friday, we have a whole week. But now, uh, as I was mentioning, when I usually have stuff to, like, time to think about, stuff we're putting out, I come up with pretty good ideas. You know, not going to toot my own horn, but I come up with pretty good ideas when I have more time. Because a lot of times I'll upload a video and I'll be like, oh, that would have been a good idea to do this. And it's like that's just, you know, just taking the extra day to sit around and do nothing, it really helps you out. So... I was, you know, like, okay, so Friday we got it. You know, it's already ordered. We got the top five place ordered, no problem. So I'm just kind of sitting around thinking. I'm like, man, you know, it would be kind of funny to do, like, those really cringy American America's Got Talent scenes. You know, it started off my first idea was we should do the uh, judge cuts because there was a time in my life where I was never really big into America's Got Talent. We watched, like, the first couple of seasons as a family, I can remember. But I really liked Britain's Got Talent. I thought Britain's Got Talent was really, really good with Simon Cowell and the two other judges I can't remember. Oh, uh, David Walliams? Is that one of them? Though Simon Cowell and him were very funny. So I liked Britain's Got Talent a lot. So there was a time in my life where whenever I would be eating, like I would order food, and then that would be my go-to shitty uh, like television show to put on, and that's what I would watch. So I really like that, and they kind of do a similar thing. And I think it's more America's Got Talent, but I have just confused the two, where – at the end, they do all of the tryouts, basically, where people come on and they get the yes or no. But how it works is you don't get to go through to the live shows, which is where the America gets the vote. You actually, so they, if you haven't seen America's Got Talent, it's a talent show, okay? Uh, there's a lot of them for a bunch of different countries. How it works in America is they go around the country and they do a bunch of tryouts, and basically you get a yes from the three judges or two of the three judges you get to go through. But you don't actually go through to the live shows immediately. You get put into a pool, which the judges will then go back over and then narrow it down to how many they're allowed to have for the live show, and then they will choose themselves who they want to go to the live show. So even though you make it past that initial round, which is when like a lot of people are really happy, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to Vegas or whatever. You're not actually going to Vegas until the judges decide that you're better than all the other people and they want to send you through. So I was like, we should do that because we already have, you know, we did 75. We already have 25. So it's kind of like we already picked the winners, but it's like, oh, we can only have the top five that make it to the live show, you know? So <clears throat> immediately I'm like, let's do that. Let's like, you know, spoof on that thing. So we filmed that, uh, the table sequence that actually made it into the video, uh, into the award show. That was the first thing we filmed. And that required multiple things. One, I went out to go buy a printer because we did not have a printer. Bought a printer from Costco only to find out that my mom had gotten a printer from work this whole time and just had it sitting in her room not using it. So then I had to return printer from Costco so that I could use this one. And she was like, oh, it's a really nice printer because the girl I got it from work, she doesn't buy anything that's not bougie. I was like, okay, sure. It's a cheap ass fucking printer. Honestly, it's not a good printer, but that's fine. A printer's a printer. So I go to print, and what do you know? It ain't got no fucking ink in it. So I was like, okay. So we go run over to Target. Target does not have the ink we're looking for. Love that. So we immediately was like, all right, well, everything else is kind of closed because it's, you know, it's supposed to be stay-at-home order. So everything's like anything that's not essential is kind of done. So whatever. Go to work the next day. Luckily, I work right next to a Staples. Run into Staples. They have a whole fucking wall of printer ink. If you need printer ink, go to Staples. You know, shout out to Staples. They got a fuck ton. So they, they had it. Went over, bought one thing in printer printer ink you came back and was like okay 
So now I went back through, I loaded up all of the Medibang entries for all of the entries, and then I took, I screenshotted the cover of it, and then I put that into GIMP, and then I, Josh was not happy with the strategy, by the way, but let me tell you, it's a pro strategy. I then selected the cover because I, when you screenshot your whole monitor, you know, it obviously takes your whole monitor. So then I would just select it uh, and then I would move it over into my predestined uh, determined like nine by 11 GIMP, uh, which GIMP is just a free Photoshop. Just so everybody's following along into my predetermined nine by 11 uh, size format. So I did that and then I would drag it over, put it there, move it to new layer and print. Then I would do the same thing, move it over to the same picture, print. So then eventually by the time I had one file that had 25 different fucking layers with 25 covers and, and oh my god GIMP was lagging hard. GIMP did not like that. Really did not like that. But what do you know if you remember there was a little bit of confusion with the Tezuka contest where people were asking hey I thought the covers for the manga entries were all supposed to be in black and white which it turns out that was the rule. That was how it was supposed to be. Everything was supposed to be in black and white. When you're printing black and white full page manga covers where there's a lot of black, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of black, you will run out of your black ink super fucking quickly. So we made it about halfway through the entries when I used up every single bit of black ink that I just bought. So then the night that we thought we were going to film was then interrupted by us having to run around to try to find black ink. So then we had to go to the Target close to the house again and hope that they refilled on the black ink that they're always missing. They, of course, don't have it. Staples is closed by this time because we are filming this late at night. So then we have to go all the way over to a uh, different mall and go to the Target there. And they had it. Thank God. So then we had to come back. I bought two things of ink this time because I ain't going to have that fucking happen again. Refilled it, reprinted. And, you know, you may be asking yourself, Sam, why did you even want to print out all of them? You know, surely you could have done something smarter. I don't know what you're suggesting, first of all. But it looks good. I wish it, we had a little bit better lighting or maybe the, some of the phones were clean because it looked a little smudgy. But I thought it looked very good. And I enjoyed having all of the papers just for that one bit. And then we did that and it was like, cool. So then we'll just get back together after that. You know, we filmed that and we basically did a dramatic reenactment of what it was like in our Discord where we put a little bit we we started off the video so if you watch the video there's a lot of um like reality show questions where it's like oh i really like this one yeah but is that really good enough to win the whole thing that was when we were starting and then josh kept going with that he kept going like i just don't know this one doesn't have the correct tone i was like josh you don't talk like that it's like you like just bring it down to a five you know so i there's it's hard to tell where the cuts are because the camera angle is switching all the time but I did have to have a stop and tell him to tone it down a second because Josh is going ham on the fucking uh, like reality show reality show lines. So we did that. That was the first thing we filmed. It was like, cool. It's like, we'll come back together once the trophies get here. You know, we'll shoot the thing. Bish, bosh, boosh. We'll call it a day. Next day, I'm thinking, you know what would be funny too? Because I was trying to like, as we were looking at trying to start the edit on that and like what we were going to do, I was trying to find the reference on how to shoot that you know and how, like how to edit and I did find it and I showed it to them before we shot the table part and the lead up to that is a big they make a big deal like it's the judge cut episode and then it's like the judge is all doing something really funny so what I wanted to do was to recreate that it was basically like a Saturday Night Live opening where they're just like all around the town doing something so it's like Howie Mandel and he's like eating up like a slice of pizza and then it's like uh I can't remember her name aside from Scary Spice. And then she's like walking down waving to everybody. And then Simon Cowell's like up on the balcony and he's like goes slow-mo and waves. I was like, we should do that. Like we should recreate that 100%. So the original game plan was let's try and get Jose over at a decent time because the problem. So spoiler alert, it didn't happen out on the town like I wanted it to. Because here's the problem with that one. We wanted to get this out by Friday. And it was already a weekday at this point. So that means we're all back at work. We all pretty much work the same hours. Jose works really crazy hours, but that's not the problem. We pretty much all work a consistent nine to five. Jose will sometimes do much longer. But because of that, it gets dark at 445 right now. So it's fucking nighttime by the time we're all out of work and it's it's ruined. So we couldn't do any out on the town shots. So it's like, oh man, it's like, I really want to do that. So then what we settled on 
was let's just do things around the house. It'll just be really funny. Like, it'll be little funny bits. And it was really going to be stuff, like, kind of tame. Like, I was thinking for me, I was like, oh, I'll just be at the computer and I'll just kind of, like, turn around and just, you know, like, I'm editing something. I'll be like, hey, you know, and I think, I almost think it was Jose who was like, oh, it's like, Josh, you'd be, like, sleeping in the, in the bed, you know? And I was like, oh, like, that's that's a great idea. And so that was the, one of the first things we filmed was Josh was going to be uh, sleeping in his bed because he's always fucking late to everything. And then uh, right after that one, we immediately was like, oh, we should also do one like where we film Josh in the bathroom. You know, like we're like creeping on him and then he sees us. So those two came almost immediately. Then we went to do Jose's. And I was like, man, what should Jose do? You know, he's always a bit of the, uh, the more physically fit one of all of us. The, you know, some would say better looking, but that's uh, contentious. So we're like, oh, let's, uh, you know, we have the dumbbells that nobody's fucking using. So Jose could be working out down there. And then for me, it was like, it was, obviously, it was like, I'll just go sit in the fucking hot tub. It's like, and we did a little bit if you listen to the podcast. And I don't know if this ever got brought up on the podcast or if this is something that Josh has questioned me about off of the podcast. Because I don't think he's ever made it on there. But behind the scenes, the reason why in the hot tub I'm drinking a... Um, I don't know, like a, I want to say like a 10, a 10 cup. It's, it's a milkshake can is what it is. It comes with like your classic milkshake maker and it hooks to the machine and it, you know, it makes you the milkshake. If you've got a milkshake from like a Denny's or something, you'll have gotten in that, in that can. Um, but when I make it at home, I wrap a paper towel around it because that's how my dad has always done it. You know, and it's the family tradition. And so he was like going on one one day. He's like, why do you like white? Every time I see this can, it's got a fucking paper towel wrapped around. Like, why is it like? Well, it's because it's cold. It's like you put a paper towel around it because it's fucking cold. It's like you don't, you know, it's it doesn't keep the heat like the cold away. So it would be fucking cold as shit if there's ice cream in there and you're holding it with your hand. It's like that would suck. So Josh is always like immediately. I was like, oh yeah, I'll just sit in the hot tub, you know, just chilling. It's like, oh yeah, you should be drinking out of the 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 can. It was like, oh okay, sure, you know, inside joke, sure. So that's what mine did, and that was literally. Me, we got Josh's pretty quick. I think Josh's was like two takes. We nailed his uh, bedroom one. Then we did, uh, I think we did Jose's next. And we did a couple, actually we did quite a few takes of Jose's. Because we wanted to get, we weren't sure what angle we wanted to go to. And we were trying to figure out, we knew we were going to do the shoot. And then we were going to do like a turn into a cut. So, you know, we haven't filmed too much live action stuff. So this was all new ground for us. We started filming this like, hey, which way do we need to turn, you know, because we want to make sure we turn the same way to go into the other shot. So we filmed Jose, turned, and it's like, hey, let's do another one. Jose, turn, and then let me get a different angle. Jose, turn, and then get a different angle. Jose, turn, you know, and then we went to the hot tub, where it's like, unfortunately, it was cold as shit outside, but we have an out-of-ground hot tub, which if you don't have an out-of-ground hot tub, basically those stay at temperature the whole time. So luckily I didn't have to get in a fucking cold ass hot tub because it was already at like 99, which is chilling. So I basically got into my bathing suit just to be in the hot tub for about a minute. And I was like, okay, let me get in there. Josh is on the camera. Let me get the shot. He turns it. I'm drinking, you know, do the cup raise and then boom. And then we just did one more take boom. And then it's like, cool, done. We went and filmed Josh's uh, toilet scene, which we did two we did the Aya Jackie, which is a meme between us because we love uh, – that's from Jackie Chan Adventures in case nobody knows what that's from. It's the uh, grandpa from there, which is a fucking fantastic show. I would be so down to watch that show again. So that was from Jackie Chan Adventures. And then we did one where it's like, like, yo, guys, what the fuck? You know, like he's like upset that we're creeping on him because I was, I was memeing in one of the earlier takes when we were doing his bedroom one. I was like, all right pretend to sleep and then i was just filming him through the door really creepily like zooming in on his face so we ended up doing that for the bathroom one and then he eventually you know like catches us and slams the door and the way he slammed the door i turned off all the lights because we did multiple takes for that as well and the darker it got like and he slammed the door it's like ooh, it's like we could just when you slam the door it'll be really like it goes to black so then we could use that as a transition because after editing a lot of stuff just like basic stuff you know we don't do really advanced editing for the most part, which is nice because editing is not my favorite. Um, like once we were doing it and he shut the door once with the lights on, it was dark. And I was like, oh, shit, like, so, like turn off all the lights. And then when the door shuts, it'll be black. And we use that as a transition. And so it's like sweet. So then we redid that. We did the Aya Jackie. And I was like, oh, that's really funny. Like, let's fucking do that. So that's the take we used in there. And then we basically just went back through and we just started editing. All three of us were up there. Uh 
Jose stayed for most of it. And then usually because, you know, he doesn't live with us and he also has to work in the morning. Josh is in a really nice position at the moment where he's working from home and it's it's a pretty lax position. So it's like he can sleep in a little later if he needs to. So like him and I were up pretty late working on some of these edits, trying to get it done. And like I did the I'm trying to think we me, Jose and Josh, we all worked on the uh, judge intros together. We all did that together. I did the um, the judge cuts like when we were at the table by myself and then I showed it to Josh and he I you know took in some of his suggestions and moved it. I basically tried to just link up the cuts and the judge cut to the song that we found. So did that. Then we put them all together and it fucking flowed beautifully. And then we basically took I think we took like a two day break in between there. It was like, okay, cool, that's done. And I kind of just thought because we were still going to go with the game plan where, okay, we'll just come together and we'll just fucking knock that shit out. You know, like the actual award part, like these will be really funny. Like this is like the really intense part. And then we'll just knock out like, yeah, hey, here's the awards, whatever. Then little did we know that was going to take fucking forever. And it spiraled into so much more than that because it was just coming closer and closer to the day. And we didn't really have any firm idea. And so Josh was asking me, you know, he's like, oh, I was like, well, what are we, what are we going to do? And I was like, I oh, just let, you know, let me think about it. It's like, I'm the idea guy. You know, I'm handing out free ideas all the time. It's like, I'll come up with something. And then it was like, boom. It's like, I fucking got it. It's like, we're going to act like it's an award show. I have this green screen, this Elgato green screen, which I really don't think is the best purchase. You know, I like Elgato. They make a lot of good shit. It's too small. And it's like, I'm really tall. So it's like, if it's on the ground, it doesn't even fit my height. I'm 6'5". So it's like, it's a bad purchase for me. And it doesn't go wide enough. It needs to be way wider. So I think you're better off just buying a green screen, like fucking cloth and just hanging it up from your roof or something, you know, or just paint a wall green. Like, honestly, it ain't worth getting this thing. Not even for the convenience of moving it around. It kind of sucks. So we had to put it up on um, two benches and then make it go all the way to the roof. So our uh, kneecaps down were actually not green screen because you wouldn't see it anyway. So who cares? So we just basically... It was like I I turned it into so much more than it needed to be. I was just like, okay, uh, so here's what we're going to do. We have a whole week leading up to this. We're going to put out an Instagram video every day, every day leading up to this. And then we're going to work on the – we're going to do the awards. We're going to do a brief introduction beforehand. So we're going to be like – it's like, okay, in uh, fifth place, we picked a manga that we truly think – nailed the shonen genre you know they did a great job in terms of character development they did a great job in terms of story and art and the character is really hot you know so we basically that was the game plan we'll do a quick little introduction like that we'll give a little tease so that way if the person's watching and then we'll do a live premiere which is something we've never ever done before we've never done a live premiere before so from then on we just fucking worked 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 which we have a lot of behind the scenes from because there were a lot of takes of Instagram videos of uh, presenting the trophies that we didn't use because like we were fucking up or just didn't flow right. We basically uh, like group spoke throughout the whole thing where it's like, okay, Jose, you're going to present um, Rising Hero. What did we like about Rising Hero? And then all three of us would just shoot the shit about what we liked and turn it into one really nice sentence. <coughs> excuse me that's uh thanks josh so once we did that it came together pretty easily after that the actual award show part of it was pretty all said and done because we had very clear good takes the only thing we ended up going back and doing again was once it was done i was only in it for the first part i was like hey thanks for joining us you know um We've been doing this for this long. Here's how many we read. We want to get present our top five. We do have trophies. And here's our first presenter. And then I was out until the very end. And, of course, you know, me loving me, I was like, I need to be in it more. And it was like, really? I was like, we just need something in between. You know, it's like it feels weird to go from, like, we're kind of, like, speed running. Like, okay, here's uh, fifth place. Now we're going straight to fourth place. Now we're going straight to third place. It's like, you got to get a little bit of time to breathe. So once we were even done with the editing, I went back and we recorded me doing more. Like, even it was really late at night. It was just me and Josh. I was like, cool. I'm just going to go back through and, like, fill in the gaps. So then I did the, um, like, the interludes where it's like, hey, congrats on third place to uh, Liam and Odie. And we're going to move on to fourth place now. That way it just gives a little bit of time to breathe and it's a nice little pass on. So we did that. And then one of the very last things we did, which has been the, just the talk of the town, 
is when Josh and I sang, um, I will remember you. That was a 2 a.m. fever dream. And that was the night that uh, Josh found out he was starting not to feel well. So that was the dreaded COVID night there, which was a lot of fun until about, you know, 4 a.m. in the morning. I think it was he was talking to his girlfriend. He's like, oh, I'm not I'm not feeling good. And his girlfriend, who works in a hospital, had the same response. Oh, I'm not feeling well. And that was Wednesday night slash Thursday morning. So we still had two more shots to fill. We had to get the after credit scene of Jose saying he wants to burn down the house. And then I wanted Ho- or Josh to do uh, a retake of his after he announces Crossroads Drive to just say, because he, he did his first take and he says, uh, you know, it's like Crossroads Drive, congrats on the win. Thank you. And then just like, that's it. I was like, no, nah. I was like, you gotta add more than that. Come on, guy. So those were the two scenes we had left to film. And he's like, I think I have fucking COVID. I was like, what? It's like, yep, uh, Bri- uh, Bridget's sick, which is his girlfriend. Uh, I'm sick, and I-, I genuinely don't feel well. It's like, oh, fuck. It was like, okay, so, you know, we kind of played it by ear throughout the whole day, and I was feeling fine. I was feeling totally fine, you know, whatever. And come about 3 p.m., I'm at work, and I'm like, so I message us in our, you know, Otaku group chat. I'm like, hey, is, like, we good? Is, like, how you feeling, Josh? You know, because he could just be sick. We don't know. And he's like, ah, oh, I, I mean, I'm feeling a little bit better, but I, it's up to you guys. I don't want to like get you guys sick. I live with him, so I'm fucking fucked anyways. And so I'm just like, it's up to you, Jose. I really just need Jose. I just need you to come over for one scene. You can bounce. It's like, cool. Jose was totally cool with that. We were outside for Jose's scene. He did his thing. He bounced. And then I had Josh stick around upstairs really quick. And he filmed his, um, his little addendum to Crossroads Drive. And then we finished the edit and called it that. So wake up. That was um, Thursday. That happened. Friday morning. I'm still feeling totally fine. And I did tell my assistant store manager Thursday. It was like, hey, heads up. You know, my roommate might have uh, COVID. He doesn't know, but might have COVID. My assistant store manager's like, oh, well, everybody fucking thinks they have COVID when they get sick. Da, 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 da. I was like, okay, sure. You know, I, I warned him, whatever. So... Friday morning, I wake up. I'm going into work on a weird shift. I'm do- I was doing like a 9.30 to 4.30. So I message, uh, or I wake up, I check my phone. I get a text message from Josh, and he, I think he sent it out at about, probably about fucking 5 a.m. or something like that. And it's like, hey, Bridget just got her results. Uh, she has COVID. And I have been in a car with Bridget and Josh, both. They were both sick at the same time. So if she has it, he probably has it, especially because they're dating and they're just, you know, literally injecting saliva into each other's throats. So I'm immediately like, ah, fuck. So I call my work uh, immediately and I get my store manager and I'm like, hey, I don't know how you want to handle this, but just a heads up, my roommate, because that's just the easiest way to explain, you know, the close vicinity I am to Josh. My roommate, his girlfriend has COVID. And he got sick the same time as her. He's not feeling well. And I don't know if you want me to come in. I'm feeling fine. But, you know, I, I could have it. Like, I have been in close vicinity with them both. And my store manager's like, well, you know, the official um, response is if, you don't, if you're not showing any symptoms like, you know, loss of taste, loss of uh, smell, you should still be coming in. But if you want to wait for him to get his results, because I told her that he got tested. I forgot to mention that. I told her he got tested and he should be getting his results on Saturday. So she was like, if you want to wait for him to get his results, that's fine with me. Um, And I was like, cool. Yeah, I think that's for the better. So I just won't come in today because I'm normally off for the weekend anyways. I work Monday through Friday. So I just won't come in today. That's fine. And I'll, I'll keep you updated. So later on Friday, which thank God I didn't come in, I got sick as fuck. I immediately started feeling really, really bad. And I feel like with COVID, they're like, oh, you, you know, you don't get symptoms for like a couple of weeks. You know, I we all got hit really hard, really fast. So Friday, I immediately started feeling like shit, but I was still fine. And then Saturday, Sunday, Monday, it's Tuesday now. And on Tuesday, if you can't tell, I'm feeling a little bit better, which is nice. But like, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I felt so god-awful. I felt really, really bad. 
Uh, Monday, I was a little bit on the up and up. And then Tuesday, which is today, I'm feeling quite a bit better. But holy shit, I was out of commission Saturday and Sunday. And especially like when I got hit on Friday, I was I was done, dude. So Saturday and like if you're watching this and you're like, oh, Sam, uh, you know, you haven't responded to any comments. Oh, man, I've been out of commission. Like my day today was here's me on Saturday. Wake up. My body is aching everywhere. I my head hurts. My whole body hurts. I have a cough. My throat feels kind of fucked up. It's I am just not in a good way. And to the point where it's like I get up, I go downstairs, it's cold. And it's like, oh, okay. Then I come back upstairs and I get under the covers and immediately I'm like sweating and it's too hot. And like, oh fuck. So I go and I like I lay in bed and I'm just like a potato. I just don't want to do anything. I don't have the energy to want to get up. I don't want to even browse the fucking internet. So then I just go to sleep. And then I wake up from my sleep because I'm a either sweating or I'm laying in a position that my body is hurting. So then I wake up for a second, roll over, reposition, take some covers off, whatever, try to go back to sleep. Wake up again a couple hours later for various reason. Same thing. And I'll wake up and like I'll be hungry. This is me over the weekend. I'm actually I can actually eat now. But like I, my stomach would growl, but I would be so low energy that just like I just don't even want to get up and eat. It's just not worth. It's just not worth. So I think Saturday and Sunday, I I ate almost nothing. It was like it's just not worth. I just was out of fucking commission. I made sure to drink a lot of water whenever I did get up. I kind of like forced myself to drink water because you know we we're water based creatures, so you got to do that. So that was AIDS and it, it sucked because we put out a really fun video and you know, we did all watch the premiere on Friday, which was fantastic. If huge congrats to snowy locks, it was so much fucking fun. We had like, we had like eight people watching live, which isn't a lot, but that was so much fucking fun to be able to watch it live with a bunch of people. I seriously enjoyed that so fucking much. So thanks for actually joining us. We spammed the time. I feel like we spammed it, but we don't really post that much. So hopefully we didn't spam you guys on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. But I had such a good time with that. So seriously, thanks for anybody who was in the live chat. Um, but Friday, Saturday, I was out of commission. And then Monday, I was still the same thing where it's like I just felt really achy. But then we had to go get a COVID test. It was like I, I got to find out if I actually have COVID because I feel like I need to prove to my work that I actually do have it. Which, it, like, in reality, they should just believe that I don't have it. So it's like Sunday, I sent my store manager a text and I was like, hey – um, my, my roommate got his results back and he officially has it. I, I, I've been sick all weekend. I'm going to go get tested, but I probably have it, you know, so I'm probably RIP. And she just responds back like, Oh no, no RIP. Uh, keep me updated. But then like, doesn't say like, Oh, don't worry about coming into work. Don't worry about whatever, whatever. So now I'm just like, is she like waiting for me to tell her I for sure have COVID or what what's the deal? So now I was like, oh, I gotta go get a fucking test, you know. So me and my younger brother Matthew, we went to go get a test on Monday, and here is how dumb this is, okay? And I got a fucking soapbox dispute on this because I'm pissed over this, and I I am like, I think it's very funny, so I'm not actually pissed, but we went to a walk up clinic, okay? So what this is is it they take over a park. They take over a park and you're all outside. You're all in a line out of your car. You're basically just waiting till you go up there. And so me and my younger brother standing next to each other. It's appointment only. They come by. They ask for your appointment number and they write it down on a piece of paper. And then they go, do you have any symptoms? And have you been exposed to anybody with COVID? Yes and yes. So they're like, cool. Hold on to this paper. Give it to the people up front when you get there. So we go up there. They ask for your birthday, your name. And then they uh, ask for the paper. Like, cool, go stand over there. Then these other people come over, and they're like, cool, uh, this way, please. And they give you to a designated spot in the park where you're six feet away from somebody else. And they're like, okay, here's your little baggie. And inside of the baggie is a big-ass fucking Q-tip and a, uh, a vial that's half the size of the Q-tip with a bunch of liquid in it. And they're like, okay, have you done this before? And I, We have done this once before. If you listen to the podcast, Matthew and I went to get tested. But we didn't do it ourselves. So I'm immediately like, no, we haven't done this before. And the guy who's like doing it's like, okay, just stick up your nose for 10 seconds. He's jostle. Put it all the way up there until you feel like you're going to cry, sneeze, or feel resistance. That's how far this thing has to go up your nose. 
And then when you're done, put it in the vial and then come over. Was like, okay. So he leaves. Like, because they, they later tell us they're short staffed. He leaves. And then I turn to Matthew and I'm like, did you understand what to do? And we're like, nope. So I was like, ah, fuck. Was like, okay, so uh, I guess we're just going to do it because, you know, we kind of, somebody did it to us before, so we kind of know the feeling, but here goes nothing. So we're basically in this park surrounded by people who are shoving shit up their nose with their mask off. Everybody potentially has COVID and it's kind of an eerie sight or I, I know so much an eerie sight, but an eerie bunch of sounds because everybody's doing it. Nobody's having fun. Everybody comes out of it looking like they're crying because you've stuck this fucking thing so far up your nose. And then there's a really sad sight where kids are getting tested. And when I say kids, there are some young kids there. Like, I think the youngest one I saw was like four or five. And then there's like some kids who are still like nine, ten, who they, they quite they don't quite get why or like, you know, that you just have to accept the pain for a second. And they're fucking bawling. Like, there's this one girl I felt so bad for where, like, her parents were just trying to do it to her really quick. But you got to do it right to, you know, make sure you get the results. And she's, like, freaking out because it hurts. It really does. Like, you have to go up there until it hurts, like, until you feel the resistance. And so she's just fucking bawling and screaming, like, pulling back and doesn't want it done. It's like, man, that's really – that. like, that sucks. Like, that's scarring, man. So we're doing that in the middle of all this crying. And I basically take this thing in my right nostril. I lean my head back, stick it up there, and I'm just holding it there for 10 seconds. Like 10, and it's pretty far up there. I feel like I've nailed it pretty far up there. Like, cool, you take the same part of the Q-tip, now stick it up your left nostril, hang it up there for 10 seconds. And I feel like the left nostril didn't go up as high, and I'm like, uh, okay, you know, whatever. But it's like I come out of it, and my eyes are teary as shit. So I'm like, I feel like I hit, you know, I hit my brain there. Like, I feel like I've done it. So Matthew gets done. It's like, I guess that's right. And, you know, we're like looking around and we're like, okay, so what do we do with the Q-tip? Because the Q-top, the Q-tip is twice the size of the vial. So we're like, uh, so we're like trying to like side eye people and like see how they're doing it. Like, because there's a clear break in the Q-tip where it can snap, but it's like, oh, do we snap that part? Do they want to snap that part? So we're like side eyeing people trying to figure out how they're doing. And finally we see somebody else snap their shit and seal it in the vials. Like, okay, so that's what we're going to do. So we snap it, seal it in the vial and we go wait in line. Because now there's a secondary line to go speak to the nurses and hand your shit in. So we get up there. We get this uh, this little young nurse. She's kind of like a um, – I, I, she's not really goth, but she kind of has, like, the goth makeup, like the heavy black and the long eyelashes. And she calls us up. And first uh, appointment number on the, the note that we were given, we have to hand her the note. So she's like, oh, do you have the piece of paper? It's like, yeah, here. So she has a tablet. And the first one on there she types in, and it's Matthew. It's my younger brother. And she starts going down her tablet. Okay, so do you work in the medical industry? No. Uh, do you have close contact or do you work like in the old folks' home, something like that? No. Have you traveled outside of California recently? No. Do you have uh, like, I don't know, exercise? There's a couple other questions that I can't remember. So she's asking Matthew all this stuff because obviously she took down his appointment first. Da, 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 da. And then she's like, cool, I'm just going to go ahead and take your uh, – so she asked him for his symptoms, of course, as well. And he's like, yeah, I got um, – he, Matthew has been swearing up and down that he just has the flu. All right. Even though everybody around us has fucking COVID, he's like, no, I just have the flu. I just have the flu. So she's like, oh, what are your symptoms? She's like, oh, it just sometimes feels a little weird, like when I breathe in my chest. And aside from that, I just have a sore throat. And she's like, okay, I'm just going to take your oxygen. So she pulls out this little finger thing that clamps onto his finger and it's supposed to read his oxygen. So she puts it on his finger and immediately it's just not giving any reading. And she's like, oh, uh, and she kind of like shakes it a little bit. It's like, oh, that's that's weird. Uh, are your hands really cold? And Matthew's like, no. And it's like, oh, um, okay. So she like takes it off of his hand and like puts it back on where she got it, like on the counter. And she's like, uh, just give me give me one second. And so we wait a second. And I'm like, dog, you're dead. Like you got you got dead man hands. You can't get an oxygen level. So then she comes back and she's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna try again. Um, she puts it on there and now it's like lighting up. And she's like, okay, okay, um just one second and so she's like kind of telling other people where to go and she's like oh uh, hey over here over here stand right here and she's like oh really sorry we're short-staffed and so that's where we found out they're short-staffed and she's telling people okay and this is a different person from who instructed us and she's like okay stand there if you have any uh need for instructions there's a sign right here and i look over and there's a fucking sign there okay uh, like a billboard sign that says um 
stick swab up your nose or stick uh, like Q-tip thing up your nose. Swab, circle around for 10 seconds. You're supposed to swab the inside of your nose. And my dumbass and Matthew's dumbass, we just fucking put it up there and held it there for 10 seconds because that's what the fucking guy told us to do. And on the sign, it says to fucking swab around. So now we're already have like deposited our shit. And I'm like, oh, we did it wrong. We fucking did it wrong. We're going to have wasted our time. We have to wait three days to get our results. Oh, it's going to be fucked. It's going to be absolutely fucked. And now I'm like, I'm mad. But it's like, it's already too late. I'm not going to say anything because I'm just the awkward guy that I am. We'll just leave it at that. So I'm like watching Matthew and she's she comes back. And she's like, oh, um, she's like looking at the thing on his finger. Are you are you breathing? OK, it's like, are you you don't feel any pain? And he's like, no, no, like I, I feel fine. It's like, oh, um your oxygen levels are just really low. So she's like looking at and his oxygen and his reading is an 85. And if you don't know, I think a, a healthy level is about a 94, a 94, 95. So she's like genuinely worried. It's like, um, okay, uh, one, one second, just take, take deep breaths and see if your oxygen level will come back up. And she goes to talk to the nurse that originally helped us. And she's like asking him like, Hey, it's like his oxygen is like really low. It's like, you think I should like, send him to see the doctor you know and so he fucking uh oh sorry hold on everybody's messaging me about uh my my covid results so she comes back over and now she's like looking at okay just keep breathing keep breathing and now his oxygen level is going up but now his heart rate is super high because obviously he's now worried that he's gonna fucking die from oxygen levels and like he's trying to get his fucking oxygen up she's like oh uh okay now your heart rate's really high this isn't good um just relax you know keep taking deep breaths see if the heart rate goes back down so it's like he does that some more and the heart rate goes back down to like an acceptable level and she's like okay um did you want to see the doctor? Because that, that was really worrying, you know? And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. It's like, my chest just feels weird sometimes, but I really, I really feel fine. She's like, okay. Okay. And so like, I'm watching this whole time. It's like, Oh, I, I hope my levels aren't like that. Cause I'm fucking, I'm laughing my ass off at this thing. Like what an idiot he's been claiming up and down. I just have the flu. I just have the flu. And now he's got low oxygen levels. What an idiot. So I'm like, all right, hopefully, you know, it doesn't blow up in my face and my oxygen levels are fucked up. So now she finally comes to me and she's like, okay, uh, and what about you? What are your symptoms? And I'm like, all right, my time to shine. Here we go. I'm like, well, my symptoms are a little bit different. You know, I have like uh, really bad body aches and I just feel like that, you know, I have bad body aches. I have a cough when I breathe in, like when I take a really deep breath, I cough. And so those are my two symptoms. And I'm just like, I'm really restless. Like I can't like really sleep well and I'm really hot. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, and what about she turns back to my younger brother and what about you when you breathe in and he's like no no it's like i i feel fine it just feels a little weird and she's like okay you both can go and i'm just like what what and so like we walk away and i'm like oh uh okay and so we walk away and i'm like what the fuck is like i don't get i didn't get asked any questions I didn't get asked what my oxygen level was. I could have been fucking dying there on the on the ground. And she's so dumbfounded with Matthew and his low oxygen levels that I'm just like fucking sitting there with my thumb on my ass. I was like, I was waiting for my turn to go. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get my oxygen levels ran. She's going to ask me all these questions because I was confident I had COVID. As we now know, I 100% do. I was confident as fuck that I have I have COVID. So I was like, okay, you know, whatever. I'll get the shit out of the way. And then I don't even get asked any questions. I don't even get asked shit. And I just get sent on my way. It's like, forget Sam. I hope he fucking dies. And then I just get sent on my way. It was like, Matthew, I don't know what genetic gene he has that all the women just fawn over him, apparently, because I didn't even get a test. So, and I don't even know if I did the fucking test right. But now it turns out, apparently, if you just stick the fucking Q-tip far enough up in your nose, that's just as good as swabbing because I swear to God, I, packed, I fucking picked the back of my brain with that. So... Holy shit. Oh, guys, on the real, on the real, COVID is not fun. You know, I put out that video, uh, the Sword Art Online Platinum Collector's Edition. That was recorded. I had that in my house for, I think I got that on Sunday. And I just couldn't, I didn't have the fucking energy to even touch that fucking thing. Like, I didn't even get out of bed. So that was a 2 a.m. endeavor. Like, that was me waking up 
going back to sleep, waking up, going back to sleep. And then finally it was like, I just like my body hurts so fucking bad. I can't go back to sleep. I was like, I just need to like get up. So I was like, I just got up and I was like, I'm going to try and knock out this sort of online thing. And so that was like 2 a.m. I fucking knocked that shit out. I barely finished the edit and like started the upload on that thing. And I was like, I got to go back to fucking bed. Like I'm so fucking beat. I just haven't had any energy to do shit. And it's like, I've been sitting here. It's like, man, I really need to start responding to comments. Cause like we did the award shows. Like I want to see what everybody's saying. And I'm just like, I'm fucking beat. I'm just like, oh, just like, I don't even have the energy, man, but I'm feeling better now. So when I flood your inbox with replies, I'm feeling better. I don't feel like I'm going to die. I was a little worried because as a kid, I had asthma 100%. I feel like you can outgrow asthma. Is that a thing? Did I misbelieve that? Because I haven't had an asthma uh, thing in a while, but definitely as a kid, I had asthma for sure. So I was a little worried that I might die, but I, I'm feeling good now. You know, I'm in the nice young range where I'm chilling, but we'll see, you know, if you don't hear from me ever again, uh, God bless <laughs> you. Know? Uh but, you know, I'm going to call it. That's been an hour of me ranting about doing the award show and having COVID. Thank you, Josh, for both the award show and the COVID. Thank you, Jose, for just the award show and not the COVID. You're clearly my favorite. And maybe one day we'll release the podcast of me absolutely just shitting on Josh for an hour. But not now. You're not Christmas. Not in the Christmas period. Have a good Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Hope everybody has a good time. I, you know, I, I forget that this is going to be our Christmas episode because clearly I'm going to be out of work for a while with the COVID. Um... Stay tuned. We have some fun stuff planned for the, the new year. We're working on some things behind the scenes. Um, we got big changes coming. Big changes that uh, might not make a lot of sense now, but hopefully it does later. And stay tuned. So thanks for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed the Just Sam. What does Bill Burr call a solo podcast? The, um, the Just Before Thursday, right after Tuesday, Wednesday morning podcast with Sam. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, I will see you guys next Wednesday, hopefully with a more normal podcast. Obviously, everything will have to be digital from here on out. So that includes Bleach Boys and all that stuff until I'm completely in the clear from COVID, both me and Josh, because uh, I don't want Jose to have to go through this. It's uh, no fun. So see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. Actually, thanks for listening. I didn't record a new video because I'm just hanging out in fucking uh, a blanket and trying not to overheat here. I will see you guys next time. Uh, bye.